Only God can judge my saved TikToks. Just walked face first into the glass door and out to my weekend TGIF. Is there cilantro essential oils? Because I'd rub that all over me. Do sympathetic nose pickers exist? Parents please weigh in. I need the 7-Eleven employees to see me without slippers on and food in my teeth. Welcome to Tweet Victory with your hosts at Annie underscore Berglund and at CWC Radio. Welcome to Tweet Victory. I am at CWC Radio and I'm joined as always by... At Annie underscore Berglund. Annie, I'm going to set the timer for five minutes. And just to make this fun, you do have a hard out, although it's not for a little while, but... Uh, <laughs> But there, there is more of a sense of urgency. We can't just sit mm-hmm. around and prattle on like I'm the doing right now. The clock is ticking more than it, it is. normally is, it is every single episode. Yes. I actually, just to show how much I'm willing to waste time, I actually reset a clock in my office. So I have two clocks on the wall. One has Minnesota time and one has soul time. Um, and the uh, the soul time clock I think it's already getting slow. I think I just need a new battery in there. It just drags a little bit behind, but uh, but that's how I know what time it is. Your time, it's always yeah. the opposite end of the day, and then and you an know hour what? That's different. That kind of how I feel in Korea. Like I'm always dragging behind. That's right. Else, that's, so. that's, maybe it's a metaphor. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's jump right into the tweet of the week. After all this work in business up top, mm-hmm. uh, the tweet says anyway. Anyone got any hobbies I could try? Now, you told me when I picked this tweet out that this is actually a response to another tweet, but you did it wrong. Yeah, I did an oopsie. Yeah. Here's what happened. Are you responding to yourself or to somebody else? So the original tweet, the first one that I posted, um, you can see it was about an hour before. It said, all words ending in Q-U-E should be pronounced like K. For example, mystique should be mystique. And Dubuque should be WK, right? Sure. Um, and then under that, I did a lot of, I just kept tweeting. It was so dumb, Sam. It was, I, there were like three or four on that chain. And I was so instantly ashamed by my stupid jokes that I deleted all of them. And then at the end wrote, anyway, anyone got any hobbies I could try? Except for somehow they ended up separate. So I clearly don't understand. It is on the thread. It is on the thread. Oh, okay, good. So, okay, good. But it also came up as a separate tweet as well. So, um, so what is, what led you to thinking about the QUE at the end of a word? Whenever I look at Dubuque, I always in my head call it WK. And I can't explain why. It looks a little bit like, maybe it's like WC, WC is in my head. Mm-hmm. the the musician right the the whatever. yeah yeah yep, yeah yep, what's yep, the yep. word i'm looking for conductor musician composer is the composer. word you're looking for but yes <laughs> so wc maybe is in my head so when i see dubuque honestly it's hard for me as i'm saying it out loud it's hard for me not to call it wk i can't explain why so that's not a joke that's like a real thing that your head does yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a poor attempt at a joke based off of my own stupid head thing. Yeah, right, right. But the but the actual the actual mispronouncing Dubuque is not a bit. That's just no, that, that's, that's, real. Just that's what your I real am. broken broken mind. <laughs> yes. Are there other words that end in Q U E that you? Oh sh! Uh, no, no. Although risque, but I think that has the little accent on the E. I think I think you're right. Yeah. But like risque, the accent is the only thing that's changing risque from being bisque, you know? 
Yeah, so like yeah. this could be Biscay. I don't know. This was a whole chain of thoughts. So that's why I just ended with, I need hobbies clearly. So if you got any hobbies for me, Sam, I don't know. Fall weather. Where do you hobbies? stand on hobbies? Um, I like a hobby for about two days and then I switch to a new one. I never get good at them. I never keep it up. But, you know, for those like two days, I'm all in and I will do a lot of searching. What's the longest sustained hobby you've had? Um, man, I guess it depends on what you mean. I, I guess gaming, like I still do it leisurely and on and off, but like have gotten into games a lot, like in my lifetime, they're all stupid games like the Sims. They're not like a gamer's game. Right. But like, we'll always go back to those occasionally. It's interesting. Cause I would say as if I think about it, gaming meets the requirements for what we might call a hobby yeah but that doesn't feel like a hobby does it no it makes me wonder like, what is a hobby what do i think a hobby is now is it just you and me where like things become competitions for us like maybe our our idea of a hobby has to be like there has to be like a skill or an end goal involved or like some type of proficiency rather than just purely entertainment See, I, I actually, yeah, I think, I think we're getting into the core of our psyche here because for me, I wanted to say, well, in a hobby, shouldn't something be produced? Like, right. shouldn't there be a product of the hobby? Right. Like soap whittling. Yeah. Or like Then at least you've made a little bird out of soap. You right. Know? At right. the end, I can play a piece by Debussy, you know, but like, other than that, like, am I playing piano just to play it for fun or am I playing it for end goal you know what i mean i feel like that's the difference here but okay by that rationale though could you say because i think we are getting to working towards a definition here and if this podcast is about anything it's about definitions Mm. would you say watching tv is a hobby (laughs) uh oh man because that seems like a pastime but i don't know that it's a hobby i think it could I guess, yeah, I feel like it could be because I think when someone like, okay, let's take movies, movies specifically. Okay, this will, uh, th- I was going to draw the line there because I do <laughs> feel like there might be something different. I mean, sitting down and, and not even like getting into a streaming show, but sitting down and turning on the TV back when that was a thing and just watching what was on. Uh, does that count as a hobby? That feels We more... need to start at a baseline and then build up from there. I don't think so because I feel like... um that feels like me watching TV or me watching movies where it's like more, more about it being in the background and me so doing pa- other it's things. passive. Right. I feel okay. like it has to be, there has to be some kind of like brain activity other than just consuming it. Like, I feel like you, cause then you could be like, so, okay, okay, is so, eating a hobby? Like for me, well, yes, it, it is many times. It, but see, <laughs> they, it, it can be like, if you're like a, if you're like a foodie, then like eating can be a hobby. So then is it really like a hobby is a hobby when you enjoy something and are passionate about it? Like is like passion or skill or like, you know what I mean? Well, okay. Like I can, I can watch TV forever and I do, but I don't like actively watch it. I'm not like looking for themes or, you know, like making connections, like I'm watching it pretty passively. And so there's not really like a passion behind it. There's not clearly not a skill behind it. So I feel like for me, that's not a hobby, but for someone else, it could be right. Right. But we would say like reading could be a hobby, right? Like being somebody who, right. And it's like, you could, 
is that by definition more active? Like, even if you're reading like like a trashy, you know, romance novel that's for, that has you you that even you might argue like has no literary value, is that still a hobby because that's somewhat more active than? So yeah, is is the true. hobby about active or passive? That's true, and you know what. Yeah, I guess there's a part of me that would say there's a difference between reading and watching because I feel like with reading, it requires more of your attention okay. to create like the scenarios within your head as you're reading them, right? And like to not imagine a, it. Is there not a version of reading that's not a hobby? Because So it can be uh, in the same way watching TV can be or or is reading by definition a hobby? Ooh, I don't do you, know. And do you have to know. do it? Do you have to do it a certain amount of time? So I'll give you an That's example. That's what I think. I think you have to do it amount of time with some intention. Okay. Right? Because like I could go out and fly a kite today if it's windy enough. Sure. But that doesn't make me like a kitist. You know? <laughs> right. Like right. I would need to do it a certain number of times. Yeah. But he, okay. But here's the question. If I fly kites once a week and I get into like, different kinds of kites and build it like then it's clearly a hobby but mm. if i just every friday at 3 p.m put up a kite into the air and stand under it for an hour between 3 and 4 p.m every friday but don't do don't engage with kiting in any other way is that a hobby yeah or is that right? just a like weird a, thing is I that do? just a quirk <laughs> yeah. is that a problem i don't know i because that would have the regularity of a hobby. It would have oddly the obsession of a hobby, at least the obsession right. of getting that kite in the air. But you if know, I never talked with anyone about kiting, I didn't do anything other than fly the same kite every week. Like Instead of having an answer for that, which I don't, and that's why I'm doing this, I'm going to come up with a kind of similar scenario. And this is a real life one. I have one of my good friends, um, We'll listen to this podcast and we'll know I'm talking about him um, if he hears this one. So he f- has many hobbies, um, always doing something different and special. He loves music. He loves playing piano, guitar, like um, has made music for me before for podcasts. Right. One hobby he had and this I'm not sure if this is a hobby. It was meat cuts. He got oh. really into knowing about meat cuts so much. I so, propose, okay. So much so that he had a poster in his college dorm of different kinds of meat cuts that you can buy or eat. Don't know. So is knowing a lot about something an obsession or a hobby? I was going to say that seems like definitely an obsession and an interest. Yes. If the hobby is just, if if the the activity is just knowing about it, I guess if you continue, like 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 like, do you have to actually cut the meat yourself for it? Because that would clearly be a hobby, right? Right. Especially, especially if you weren't places. getting paid to do it. If you were like, yeah, I'm just really into like butchering, like amateur <laughs> butchering. That's definitely a hobby. It's also <laughs> probably puts you on a watch list. Okay. Okay. So <laughs> accurate. So okay. So in this scenario. Meat cuts. If you're just ended knowing about meat cuts, that's an interest. If you start butchering, that's a hobby because there's like an action involved. Is that like kind of uh, well, how well, we? I, well, what I'm saying is it's definitely a hobby once you start 
once once you take out the knives what i don't know is like where does it cross over like if you're really interested in it and you and then you like butcher a hog once yeah. Does that make you a does that make it a hobby or does it have to have a regularity to it? And right. why and why does picking up the knife make it a hobby when just reading about it not? Right, because I can guarantee you that learning about that those meat cuts, he had to read a lot for it. Yep. He also probably listened or watched things. He also clearly put money into it by buying a poster about meat cuts. So it's and like presumably those- buying meat cuts along the way. Yes. To like be able to at minimum examine them, if not eat them. Yes. Yeah. On a college income, which is low, but yes, he was trying the different meat cuts too. So all of those things, when you, when you list them out like that and add them up, it feels like it could be hobby adjacent, but it's really hard to know. Right. Like, are (laughs) we just people who think like, like maybe we're just too high brown, right? Meat cuts. They don't cut it, you know, but like, I I feel like the person we need to chime in here, who is the person uh, that listens to this show Mm -hmm. um, has one of the better vocabularies that I know is good at defining things. You thinking of the same person I am? Yeah. I mean, you narrowed it down with person who listens to the show. (laughs) Right. Right. So I kind of want act Dr. Chris Moore to chime in on this in terms of like, because, because I feel like we're, I feel like we're circling it and maybe, maybe a hobby is one of those things where it's hard to define, but you know it when you see it, like, so, so what I'm saying is like, you could identify in this friend that the meat cuts crossed somehow crossed over into the hobby line now Mm -hmm. we don't have to necessarily draw the line in order to say yep that's become a hobby now if people push us on it then we need to then we need to maybe define that line but maybe we're asking ourselves trying to answer a question nobody's asked is what (laughs) i feel like we're in so i want to circle i want to like pull out of this for a second now that we've talked a little bit about this i want to go back to your actual tweet where you said where you said anyway anyone got any hobbies i could try Mm. do you annie berglund actually want hobbies you know or a hobby or I say I do, but I kind of like spending time the way I like to spend time. You know, Uh, mostly I feel like I was bored. So I was like, what's a hobby I can start? That's never a good time to start a hobby is when you're bored. I mean, maybe that's arguable, but I feel like when you're bored, you want a, a solution right now. Right. And a hobby is something that feels like there's longevity or like continuity. Right. And so it's like, can't like, do I it's really want commitment. something to shape my life for the future or do I want something right now? Like maybe I should just go out and like buy an ice cream cone. Like maybe yeah. that's what would solve my. Yeah. You need boredom. to fill some time, not necessarily pick up a new identity because, because right. hobbies also are, I feel like they touch on identity. Like that friend of yours for a while was at least flirting with being meat cut guy. <laughs> and he was, yes, he definitely was. So like, or like Mike was disc golf guy or like, I was cats are her friends, girl, you know, like we all had our thing um, and, and like there were hobbies that became identity. Yeah, I think that's accurate. So I guess like the question is, Sam, if you stand under a kite for an hour every Friday and you don't do anything with the kite, but you stand underneath it, maybe look up at it. Who even knows? Are you the kite guy or not? Well, OK, see, now we're getting into a tree falling in the woods. Like if nobody <laughs> sees me do it then I'm not kite Friday kite guy. 
Yeah. If I do it out on like in Kresge courtyard, which has a lot of trees and is kind of narrow. So it'd be hard to do. I would become Friday kite guy. Like that would <laughs> instantly become my external identity to other people. Even if it's not an internal identity, I am nearly in tears <laughs> thinking about if you actually did that for no one, just yourself. Or if you like literally crying, if you did this and we made some weird like indie film about it, about you standing under a kite once a week for an hour. I think that could, I, maybe it's not a hobby, but it is art. I think, I think, and that's, I think maybe ultimately, and it's not our hobby. It is our vocation. It is our calling yes, is yes. to create art. And I feel like we can wrap up the show because we did land on art. You and I are both in tears at this point. So we have both wiped away tears during this. Um, I will tell you as a, as a young child, I kind of liked flying kites. So, so like I could imagine being Friday kite guy. Now, the interesting thing is doing that in Minnesota. Like if we're making this film, right. Doing it in Minnesota would be interesting because you don't like, how weird would it be to see somebody for an hour flying a kite in January in Minnesota? Yeah. Yeah. Now, the winds would be good that, you know, the trees don't have leaves. So it's easier to find like big open spaces. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes it makes me uh, it makes me think about this. You know, it could be really beautiful. It could be more about the nature. Oh, it would be you. stunning. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cinematography of this. I That's think. That's right. I think we do it. All right. It uh, could be our new hobby. So, so now our next question, and maybe uh, listeners can chime in on this. What is the appropriate film festival for us to debut this film? Is this a Sundance film? Is this a Telluride film? Is this a Cannes film, Venice, Berlin, uh, TIFF, the New York Film Festival? Like, like where, where should this be? Uh, email us, channel3900 at gmail.com, or even better, tweet at Annie underscore Berglunds. Follow her on twitter.com. Subscribe to the channel 3900 Podcast Network. We had our much-promised uh, Election Shock Therapy episode come out last week. It was great. It's definitely worth uh, multiple listens. Um, lots of good stuff on the network. Annie, that is all the time that we have. I'm getting you out four minutes before you're hard out, but we will be back next week with another episode of Tweet Victory. WK. <laughs> Follow us at Annie underscore Berglund and or at CWC Radio. 